Welcome to Venture Inwards with your personal productivity and positivity coach, Johnny Wynn. Prepare yourself to dig deep and here we go. Thanks for tuning in. So today we're going to get ready for the New Year's. So with Venture Out, obviously, the New Year's brings the opportunity to bring and make new goals for the year. So that's a big deal for us here. So today I want to go through a few concepts to hopefully get us in the right uh, frame of mind to go tackle those things, right? So uh, first we're going to talk about strength. Then we're going to talk about the, the mindset that we can have. And then with any goals, you got to have metrics, right? And that's a very boring topic, but we're going to address that. And then finally, we're going to go uh, benchmark a couple folks that you may have heard of that do uh, year-end reviews where they look at the past year, this, this current dumpster fire of 2020, uh, assess how we did in it in order to better prepare for 2021. All right, so let's do this. So first off, we're going to talk about uh, the strengths. What strengths do we have, right? So three key points in this area. Um, step one is really just understanding, yeah, do you really know what skills you have? Yeah, you may think you know, you may think you're good at something, or maybe you just like doing it, but it's not really a strength of yours, right? Um, What's it, the HBO show, Barry? Um, he plays a assassin, but he hates being an assassin. But he's fantastic at it. Instead, he wants to go do acting, but he's horrible at acting. So it's kind of like that uh, that uh, that uh, incongruity right there, right? So how do you bridge those two? So step one is understand what is your strength, right? And there's a couple of tools out there, of course. There's tons of online assessments and personality assessments and quizzes. So uh, if you got the time and the resources, I definitely suggest doing that. Maybe your company has tools like that that uh, you can avail yourself to. Um, in my workplace, I've done several of those personality assessments. Uh, one is the what, HBDI, talking about how you think. You know, For me personally, I'm a big picture type thinker. My fallback is I can also uh, dig deep into the details as well. And when I'm stressed out, I start talking about the emotions, really make sure, is everybody okay? Or is everybody too stressed out and stuff? So understand what your skill set is an important factor. With, um, with how you're gonna achieve more success in your life, right? So if you keep doing what you're good at, that's how you're gonna propel yourself. That's probably how you've gotten to where you're at in life right now, right? It's, um, I think it's a misnomer that uh, people start focusing on their weaknesses too much, right? So I think that uh, leads me to my second point, which is um, you know, leaning in to what you're good at and letting go of the things that you're not too good at, right? So. So again, using that example about myself and what I know about myself, if my boss comes to talk to me and gives me an assignment, hey Johnny, I've got a plum assignment for you. It's uh, digging through all these details, in which at the end, you probably get a lot of good visibility. But I need to think to myself, like, should I take this opportunity? I know I'm not very good at the details. It's not what I gravitate towards. So should I do it? So some opportunities, you just got to say, um, and pass on it because you may not perform the best just because it sounds like a good opportunity. It may not be good for you specifically, right? Um, so be mindful of the opportunities that come across your plate, okay? And my last point is 
you know, sometimes you just gotta be good enough, right? The, the point is, you don't wanna disqualify yourself from an opportunity. So let's say uh, the boss came to you and said, hey, I've got this assignment for you, but you're gonna have to do um, uh, large talks in, in front of uh, large teams and such. You're like, well, I do want the success. I know I wanna climb the ladder. Um, par for the course probably is having to speak in front of large crowds of people. You know, maybe not hundreds of people, but maybe tens and fifties of people you got to be comfortable with. So the idea is don't disqualify yourself from that. So learn enough, read those self-help, listen to those podcast episodes that teach you how to uh, do public speaking and wherever the skill set you need to um, build up upon, right? Be good enough at it. You don't have to be a master of it. Don't spend all your time trying to perfect it because you're not going to be good at it. It's just not your skill set. I'm not very good at public speaking, you know? Um, but I feel like I'm adequate enough to get by that it doesn't disqualify me, that my boss won't feel uh, unconfident in putting me on, on that stage. Okay, so three points to identifying and harnessing our strengths as we go into 2021. Now the next topic I wanna to talk about now is um, getting into the right mindset, right? So what mindset should we have going into 2021 to really set, set ourselves up? 2020 is what it is. Let's just talk about next year now, right? Now, <clears throat> I'm a big combo fan, as you can see right behind me. So I like to uh, maybe make this analogy a little bit. So in the Justice League, the Trinity, they call it, it's uh, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. So think along those lines a little bit when you're trying to get and cultivate the right mindset for yourself, right? Superman, what does he do? He flies around up top, you know, uses his uh, uh, supervision to look down across Earth and identify hot spots where he needs to work on things, right? So as you go into 2021 here, try taking a step back, right? Take a step back really far back into your life and say, hey, what am I doing here? Okay, I got 2021 coming up. It's an opportunity. It's a new year. That's all it is. It's a new opportunity. <clears throat> so how do you maximize this thing? What is that thing that you want to do? Right? So don't, uh, don't just fall along the rhythm of the routine of life, so, so to speak. Take a step back. Think about what it is you want to do this year. Okay. Number two, Batman. Batman, he's a master planner, right? He, he thinks of all the contingencies, all the scenarios. Um, quick side thing, a lot of people uh, debate who would win in a fight, Superman or Batman? I posit Batman would win, right? As long as he has any amount of prep time, Batman's gonna think about all the contingencies, he's gonna prep himself, he's gonna make sure everything's all set up for, for uh, success for him. Um, but if it's a surprise attack, I think Superman's got him. Um, so anyway, so Batman, take on uh, the Batman uh, mindset. After you've done Superman, you identify, hey, here's the thing I'm going to do this year, this big, big thing I've always wanted to do. You do the Batman thing and say, okay, what's all the scenarios and all the planning I can do to set myself for failure? What are all the things that can go wrong? What are all the distractions that could lead me this way, right? Identifying that as much as possible. Not just now, because that would take forever, but you know, throughout your day, throughout the weeks and the months, as you encounter things and you realize, why am I off track? Ah, 
it's another scenario. I need a plan for this thing. Okay. And then finally, um, Wonder Woman. Right? Wonder Woman has the lasso of truth. You know, she puts down the bad guy and gets him to confess, hey, what is your evil plot to take over the world kind of thing. So uh, my advice here is when you take on the Wonder Woman mindset a little bit, think about what is the deep down honest truth that you're performing, right? Hold yourself really accountable because it's really just you. Maybe you and me, but just you. So. How are you being really honest with yourself? You said you're going to do this one big thing. You've planned for it. How are you doing? Are you holding yourself accountable for it? Are you really waking up early in the morning like you said you would? Are you really meditating like you said you would? Are you really going and exercising, eating healthier like you said you would? Hold yourself accountable. Okay, so that's the superhero mindset I wanted to leave with you. Uh, be the Justice League. Be Superman. Big picture. Batman, thinking contingencies, and Wonder Woman, holding yourself accountable. And then go watch Zack Snyder's Justice League. I liked it. All right. So moving on now to perhaps a very boring topic. So hopefully you don't pause the video or, or uh, stop listening now. We're going to talk about metrics. Okay. You know, if you have a goal, I'm going to go do this thing. Like one of my goals last year was to save more money, right? So I actually had in the spreadsheet that said every week uh, how much money I was hoping to save, right? That the key thing there is how much money is that, right? Is it fifty bucks? Is it a hundred bucks? Is it a thousand bucks? Wherever that is, you got to put a number assigned to it, right? If you don't have a number there, how do you know if you succeeded or failed? You know, you, you may have thought I want to save a lot of money. What's a lot? You know, six months later, you look in your bank account, do you say, nah, not enough. Really? Like, how do you know? What was it, right? So metrics is a key thing. As boring as it sounds, we got to do something about that with our goals. Okay, so to, um, so I'll offer a few ideas on how to make it just a little bit more fun, a little bit more spicy, and hopefully that helps us in this, um, in this segment. So a couple of things about um, metrics. How about just one? Previously, we talked about uh, the idea of uh, being Superman and having a one big picture idea, one big, big picture goal. So having just one metric, right? Let's not over uh, complicate the, the situation. Just say, hey, I'm going to have one goal this year, and that one goal is going to have one number assigned to it, right? So again, using the money um, example, I want to save a thousand bucks a month. That's something you can measure at the end of every month. Look in your bank account and say, Did I do that or not? Right? Doesn't take that much time. I gotta do is pop it up, take a look at it, maybe track it along in some notepad. Um, <clears throat> another one could be I want to travel more, right? 2021 hopefully will offer more of that. And if you do, if it if it does offer that, then what's the metric there, right? One trip every three months, one trip every month, one overnight trip someplace. Keep it super simple. It doesn't have to be complicated, right? Just write it down. You know your goal. You know the number assigned to it. Track it and hold yourself accountable. All right. Then another idea for doing metrics would be um, <clears throat> mashing it up with something called a mashup metric, right? Where if you know you're going to go do something already, go ahead and uh, measure it 
with your goal, right? So I'm going to drink a cup of water before I drink coffee every morning. So it's kind of like a play on habits and uh, routine forming kind of stuff where before I grab my cup of coffee, I'm going to grab a cup of water as well. And I'm going to drink it, right? So looking back over the week, I can kind of easily say, <clears throat> did I drink a cup of water before every cup of coffee? And it'll be easy enough to track in your head pretty much. And finally, maybe you get a friend, buddy up with somebody, right? If you got a close enough friend and he's into this stuff as well or she's into this stuff as well, maybe you two can trade um, metrics with each other. Ask them, like, hey, I want to work out more. Give me a goal, buddy. Maybe they'll say, okay, you got to work out at least three days out of the week, and each one has to be for at least half an hour. All right? And then throughout the week, you guys can check in on each other, see how you're doing, you know, maybe put a bet on it. Might as well have some fun with that too. All right, so <clears throat> setting goals, got to have metrics. Three ideas that go along with that is make it super simple. Just have one metric for the whole year or tie the metric to a routine or a habit you're doing already. Or three, um, get a buddy involved and um, keep each other accountable. Okay. So finally, <clears throat> Let's go into the last topic for today as we prepare for 2021 and goals and, and such. And it's pretty important to always reflect a little bit, right? So you gotta reflect and see how 2020 went. We already discussed how 2020 sucked for the most part, but how did we do personally, right? It was a tough year for all of us. How did we perform in such adversity here? So we need to take a look back into 2020 and assess how we did so we can realize hey shoot there was a blind spot here or hey I was pretty bad about this thing here so that we can at least acknowledge it and then kind of maybe do something about it in 2020 right like uh, re uh, remove the obstacle perhaps anyway so in assessing how 2020 went for us <clears throat> there are two um, uh, processes I'll throw out there at you right they're both adapted from um, well-known people in this field of productivity. The first is James Clear, <clears throat> author of Atomic Habits. So every year he does his own personal annual review. You can see it on his website, jamesclear.com. And he asks three very basic questions and he writes about each of the questions, right? So it's highly personalized. Uh, but it's simple as well, though. So it's kind of like a journaling, a journal entry for us, perhaps. So, question one: What went well this year? Question two: What didn't go so well this year? And question three: What did I learn? All right. So it's pre three very easy questions, and you can take as much time or as little time as you want, or just do it mentally. But at least think about, you know, what went well this year. What are you, what are we proud of this year, right? For me, I'm, I'm pretty happy about Venture Out. I've been cranking them out two times a week. Uh, we got some innovation funding uh, that I applied for that we got uh, um, approved for. So super excited for that. Um, what didn't go so well this year? Um, I was doing pretty good with my fitness for a while. I was uh, increasing my cardio since I was working from home quite a bit. But I've lost uh, quite a bit of muscle mass. Um, so yeah, so I think I'm gonna have to do some more weight training next year and find some creative ways to do that around the house. 
Uh, and then number three, what did I learn this year? I learned relationships were pretty important. I mean, I think we're all working from home, or most of us are, or just the way it, um, we're interacting socially is totally changed. That has forced us to really um, find new ways to connect as much as possible. Hopefully, we're not just keeping too isolated there, but finding ways to get connected, playing virtual board games, um, virtual movie nights, uh, social distancing far enough away that we can still kind of see each other, or uh, or even going to the extremes of like getting tested, staying isolated to know that um, we're safe and then actually hanging out with people on, on little trips or something. So three questions to ask yourself. What went well? What didn't go so well? What did you learn? All right. Okay. So that's James Clear, Atomic Habits, his three questions. And then another person, probably more renowned in the field, is Tim Ferriss. Right? He's the author of the Four Hour Work Week. He's got the famous podcast, The Tim Ferriss Show. And he does something called, um, what is it called? Performance in Review, right? So looking at the year, he actually takes a little bit more of a granular approach. So he looks at past. He looks through his calendar. If you keep a, a good enough detailed calendar, you can go through your entire calendar and see <clears throat> what did I do every week, right? Who did I hang out with? What events did I go do? What products did I crank out? All that good stuff. He's notorious for keeping tons of data on everything he does. So maybe it's a little more easy for him to go do. But he simply writes down on a sheet of paper, um, positives, negatives. And as he goes through the calendar, uh, remembering and all the stuff he did, he writes down what was positive, what was negative, right? And that's just an emotional reaction. Hey, I felt good about this, didn't like doing this. Good about that, didn't like hanging out with that person, you know, and so forth. So he makes a whole list. And at the end of that list, he just simply says, all right, all the stuff that's in a positive column, I'm going to do more of. So let me go ahead and schedule that in. Let me go ahead and make plans to do more of the positive, right? Once you make plans, you kind of stick to them. Um, whereas the negatives, I think he goes on and say, he writes down those major negatives, puts it on like a, or a post-it tab or something, and keeps it visible wherever he goes. So he knows, hey, don't call back that person, or hey, don't take on that event anymore. I didn't have a good time last year. It didn't add to my life. I'm not going to do it anymore. So that's how he does his year-end review. My slight twist, only because I don't keep um, tons of data about my past life, and not that very good um, in remembering things. I just take a bit more of a holistic look of, you know, how did the last year go? What were the major events that happened? Yeah. Um, venture out again. I look back and say, hey, I saw an opportunity. I seized on it. I followed through on it. And it worked out pretty good. All right. Be more of a risk taker. If I see something, go after it some more, right? Um, what's not going so well, or what was a negative, what, what kind of drained the energy a little bit. Um, that's some family stuff, you know, I got elderly parents, it's getting harder to, um, you know, just handle, and a lot more stuff comes up, and for me, a person like me, if I don't have a long-term plan for it, it kind of just kind of frustrates me, because it just keeps on going, I don't know there's an insight for it, kind of, um, so yeah, so doing some more about the the practical planning on, on how to take care of um, the family would be, my, my parents would be a good thing there. Um, so yeah, so again, conduct your own annual review, however you like, write it in a journal, do a, you know, 
whatever it is, in order to uh, discern and pop out at the end, uh, end of the process what was good, what was bad, what are the strengths, what are the weaknesses, and that will help us going to 2021. All right? So just want to say thank you for listening to this. Thank you so much for being part of Venture Out. Um, like I always say, this is a passion project of mine. And the fact that it's been going for two plus years and there's folks listening and reading, um, super appreciative of that. Uh, feel free to pass this along. Um, if you're listening to this on the podcast format, please give it five stars. If you're listening to this on the uh, video format, uh, please like and subscribe. As much as like. And thank you so much. Thank you for listening. And thank yourself for taking the time to invest in you. We kindly ask that you rate us five stars in the Apple Podcast app, as it'll greatly help spread the word about our show. To receive our newsletter where we break down these principles in a bit more detail, sign up at theventureout.com. Lastly, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash theventureout to help us spread our message of productivity and positivity.